1: Try not to swear so fucking much this week.
0: Wonderful time of year. Do, 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 do It's not Christmas. It's fucking E3. E3 is a beautiful time of year where, for a massive nerd like me and you, kind of are, but also a bit of a fake nerd. Oh, by the way. I, 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 <laughs> The other guys, Nathan. Hello,
1: so, uh, hello, we're here. We're,
0: we're here. We're here. Uh, so, what we're going to do this week is, uh, in, in a little bit, in a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about Loki. Then we're going to talk a little bit about my uh, what's happened so far in e3, which is what, like, one of the times I actually get most excited about because just all the new gaming shit. And I, lo- I fucking love video games. Video games are fucking awesome. They're probably my favorite medium out of all of them and i enjoy it all but yeah we're going to, and then we're going to talk about spin-offs we want to see in the world like different different iterations we want to see in some franchises random shit they could do that would just make life a little bit more joyful so nathan Hayden, you doing?
1: i'm pretty good i think that's the first time we've ever opened a podcast with you just kind of running down what the people could expect you're kind of like yeah. a um a kind of like a, an evening tv host well, they start their yeah. show and they're like, Coming up on the show tonight, we've got Anne Hathaway, and uh, yeah. you know, Paul Rudd's gonna eat this cake. And uh, but first, <laughs> Nathan,
0: we, we do have not, not have that too, by the way. Paul Rudd is gonna eat a cake at one time,
1: he is, he is, he doesn't know it yet. He's got no social media, guys, we're to contact.
0: Market. We are kidnapping that motherfucker,
1: that's what's holding us back. Getting Paul Rudd on the show,
0: <laughs> we, we just need to do more kidnapping.
1: More implies we've done some, uh,
0: which I don't really think you, we should admit. You are going to pretend that you and me haven't ever kidnapped someone.
1: <laughs> oh, So big news, big news in my household, huge news, massive, massive news, massive news. I've got a new desk.
0: Oh, nice. Good for
1: you. Pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm going to do one of those uh, setup videos at some point. I'm sure. not. But <laughs> <laughs> setup would just be, here's my Asus laptop. <laughs> and a USB mic. And there's a Furby. <laughs> but some fucking horse shit, which really tells me like we've got we've come so far as a civilization then. We've been to the moon, allegedly. Uh mm-hmm. we we we've made things that can fly. We've made things nice. that can go underground. We've made TikTok. Yeah, we made TikTok and Snapchat and uh Jizrater and <laughs> all the all the important websites. But f- Fuck me, like, I spent about two hours putting a desk together, but it's not like a brand new desk, it was on Facebook Marketplace, so, but the guy said it was like a year old or whatever, and it, he, like, it took it all down, and I'm not great at DIY, as you know, mm. but fucking Allen keys, man, the fiddliest, been
0: the been fiddliest
1: bit of horseshit, yeah. is, and, like, you're, you're there, you're fumbling around with this tiny little weird bar thing some of the screws are in like corners where they've got like metal bits all around them so it's just i it was a freaking ordeal sometimes they're just spinning but they're not actually going in the hole yeah it's so irritating it was absolutely mind-numbing and then you're messaging me because you don't know what the time difference is and i'm stressing (laughs) out and i'm like what's going on never gonna get this desk up i've done it Parts of it are a bit wobbly. Where I'm not, where I just gave up. At one point, I literally threw the Allen key across the room.
0: Yeah, that's happened to me.
1: It's just I'm, I'm not happy, but new But the desk. I'd is be raging
0: too. I'd be raging too. i at the moment I I, I get annoyed by, with, by anim, uh, animatronic things. I, I get annoyed by like objects when they don't work. Like I recently, because we were in lockdown in Taiwan. We have to, I, for my school, I have to make like online videos. And Google Drive is a fucking nightmare. Google, get your shit together. Google Drive is a fucking nightmare. I swear I have to, I've got like this uh, folder that I have to upload videos to. And I swear I have to try seven, at least seven times before they would work. Don't know why. Don't know fucking why. But I just have to do that. And it's like, okay, why won't you work on the first or second or third or fourth? Or next? By the seventh time. By the way, I have to upload about 20 of these videos a week, right? Because uh, they're only like 10 or 15 minutes long, And I've almost thrown my phone across the room probably 20 times. And
1: you have, you have broken a phone before throwing it across the room. <laughs> I
0: Just have. So you that know was... the dangers. <laughs> yeah, that was. And then I subsequently uh, uh, lost two phones. no three phones in different nightclubs.
1: Oh, so you don't have a great history with phones.
0: I don't. But this one, I, I got it for cheap. It's a Samsung S9. But it is in mint condition. All right? And I got it for 200 quid like a year ago. And I think that's, that's, that's fucking pretty good. That's fucking pretty good. It's you know? not bad.
1: And it survived yeah. this long.
0: It survived this long, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to survive in a week. Maybe. Maybe. I, I've got a case on it. You know, it could survive a, free, a bit of a hammering.
1: Do you think it will outlive you? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Samson do make their shit to last. Mm. Do so, you know what else uh, makes their shit to last?
0: Fucking Marvel.
1: The shit is going to last forever. It is going to last forever. we we jumping straight into Loki.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which ju- Umbrella like Academy presents Loki. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of Owen Wilson, which we're just indirectly doing because he's in Loki, if people didn't know. Um, apparently they're making a sequel to Wedding Crashers.
0: I really, I lo- I really like the first Wedding Crashers film. The I don't film ever want
1: to watch it again because I'm worried it doesn't hold up.
0: Uh, I won't, like it actually won't, <laughs> you know, uh, I guess they'll come, I, I'm not, because they're, they're old now, right, they're, they're at least like late 40s, you know, Vince Warno and Wilson, what it's are they so, going to
1: do? I think actually one reason I don't want to watch it is they're going to be in their late 40s trolling weddings uh, for some tang, and I'm worried <laughs> that that's what we're going to be doing in like 15 years.
0: Probably yeah, but I don't want that. I don't want them to be that about. maybe we you know what they could do. Uh, maybe their sons or daughters are getting married, and they're gonna crash each other's wedding as like a little reminder of what they can do. Like they could, they're gonna like prank each other their 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 offspring's wedding in different ways, and they're just trying to like one up each other. All right, all right, Hollywood, fucking hire me because that, that is where you want the sequel to go.
1: I think they ha- I think they have to crash the ultimate wedding. Like they have to throw the big that they this is their one and done. They're coming back but for one last crash. Yeah. They they both got wives and their wives are like, "Look, we know what you guys are like. You get a free pass for this wedding."
0: Oh. And they're like,
1: "Let's let's fucking do this. Thank you, wife. Uh Alison Hannigan. <laughs> it's the only actress I could think of."
0: Well, actually, actually their the, the love interest in the first one was Isla Fisher and Rachel McAdams.
1: All right. So thank you, Rachel McAdams. Um, yeah. I'm going to go crash the royal wedding.
0: That would be amazing. Uh, crash
1: a royal I, wedding.
0: I know Harry and William are both married, but, you know, mm. who, whoever's fucking not, not married in the royal the royals, I'm sure there's someone, Camilla. For the oh, you know it would
1: be even better? Let's make it really funny because, you know, Hollywood finds nothing funnier than like Eastern European accents. So they have to go crash the royal wedding, but it's the Swedish royal family.
0: Absolutely. I'm sure they'll be incredibly beautiful. But yeah, yeah let's do it.
1: Like some leggy blonde in a fur coat.
0: <laughs> a leggy <lady> blonde. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I can do it. See where you got Wedding crashes too. I, I bet it's not going to be as good as this premise.
1: <laughs> <They> definitely won. <laughs> you know, I, I don't like Vince Vaughn at all. Why? I don't know. I don't, other than Wedding Crashers is a good movie. But anything else I ever see him in, I don't like I feel like it's the same as Jason Segal. I don't find him particularly funny outside of How I Met Your Mother.
0: Yeah, he made... Jason Scouts, he made uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which I watched my girlfriend the other day. And you sound good. like you're from London. That's one of the best jokes, isn't it? Not going to lie. The and he made...
1: second I can remember right out of that film.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, Vince Vaughn is good in Dodgeball. Dodgeball's very good. Oh, Swingers. Swingers is a great movie, and he's, like, the second... Leading that, uh, other than that, fucking I don't know. He, he, he was
1: in a movie not long ago where he um played like some <laughs> retired boxer who was in oh, prison. Really? Yeah, and it's like a serious movie. It's just really weird seeing. It's like whenever Jim Carrey tries to do serious acting, you're like, this is weird. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Jim Carrey's serious acting is very
0: good. I think. I think. Num. I think. Uh... Uh, the Truman Show, that's the one, very good. That's,
1: oh, God, that's, um, that doesn't count. I'm on about, like, remember when he tried to make that horror movie?
0: Not a number 23. I, I've never seen it, but I've just heard so much about it.
1: Yeah. Like, when he tried to do that, you know, this is, like, it might be good. I'm not saying he can't act, it's just weird seeing him there.
0: What's that really weird arsenal about breakups that Jim Carrey's in? And it's, it's quite, it's a very good movie, but it's just fucking weird as shit. Oh, uh, uh. I think Kate Winston is
1: in it as well. Yeah. Oh, God. What's that called?
0: Oh, God.
1: Oh, my God. It's going to be really. Annoying. <laughs> I can picture the poster. He's like lying in a field next to someone.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Eternal. No. Eternal. <laughs> it's forgetting Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> that weird Eternal.
1: cameo he had. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Sunshine, Mind. Yeah, yeah. Very good film. And
0: he That's was great It is very good. a good movie. movie.
1: It is very good. Know know good... you know what isn't a good movie? <laughs> there you go. No <laughs> podcast starts <laughs> without mentioning Loki and ends up at Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. No other podcast will give you that. <laughs> we can no. say fucking anything about it. All right,
0: Loki, what do you think of Loki? We
1: didn't sing. All I did was straight away bring up Owen Wilson's Wedding Crashes sequel. Then we ended up at Turtle Sunshine Spotless Mind. Seamlessly. Um,
0: and I defended Jason Cigar and Vince Warner. Yeah,
1: lot. who aren't even in it. Apart from, I don't know Owen Wilson is, but yeah. Um, Loki. The, it's always great seeing Tom Hiddleston play Loki. I'm going to start off with that. I'm going to be slightly negative on this. It's a very well-made show. It's a good show, clearly. What annoys me is that they straight away made everything that happened before this seem completely unimportant.
0: How? And
1: the one bit really annoyed me when they opened that drawer of shit and Loki was like, "Oh, um, oh, Infinity Stones." And the guard was like, "Yeah, some of us use these as paperweights." I was like, "What?" I just watch Iron Man I, fucking
0: die trying to get those. You son I of a know, bitch! I know, I know, but but. In their defense, it's like, oh, that was just how time was meant to go, right? That's their thing, but it doesn't mean it's not important, it doesn't mean he doesn't care about the character. It's just like, this is what this thing is meant to look after. The timeline, everyone has it's like a sort of argument, like there is no free will, which a lot of people believe it. there's no free will. It's like some things are just meant to happen. Like Iron Man was meant to, I am Iron Man and click.
1: Yeah, I just, I. I don't like that. Like time travel is always tricky, and like yeah. in any aspect, and bringing in timelines is always tricky for a story. I just think it it undercut a lot of stuff. That when you're just there and they're just telling you, oh, you... like when Loki, when they were having a go at Loki for traveling through time, and he was like, well, "What do you Avengers just travel through time?" and shows you like where well, they were supposed to. And you're like, Ugh. I, yeah. I,
0: I know they I, had I, I to don't...
1: explain that, but it just feels a little bit lazy and this whole idea that they're bringing in where it's like, well, we've got a, a sacred timeline that everything has to follow. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Marvel, we know. You plan your shit years in advance. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bit. I, I get
0: it. But th- what else could they do? I don't, I don't really... I think it's but such fun. If high... they wanted to
1: make a Loki show... I, like, there's loads of things you could do with Loki, the character, we know we sort it, of branch but... off.
0: This, this exactly with the time varying sort of thing, they've got to kind of explain things in that way because it's such a high concept. You're getting I was, into like. I
1: like the idea of the multiverse. Like, the multiverse is really fun. Yeah. It's just the sacred it timeline. Is. Everything has to go the way that we plan yeah. it.
0: From their perspective. From, like, right now, we're just getting the beginning of it. So, I think throughout the series. Maybe Owen Wilson and Loki are gonna realize maybe there's a different perspective on it. Cause I presume through the show, Loki is gonna be his machine, this little scamp self and kind of break the top tar- timeline more and more throughout the show.
1: Well, I think we we already know because they're chasing well, they're saying they're chasing presumably a, a Loki from a different multiverse. Because that's the yeah. last scene of the episode is Owen Wilson be like, Well, we're chasing you. And then so which is which is cool and we're going to get to see Loki against Loki presumably I don't know I just didn't I didn't I think it's just the Tesseract and the Infinity Stones bit that annoyed me is when they've just got no power here and things like that like at first it's cool you're like wow this place must be so powerful and it's like oh wait we just watched these people fight for these for like 10 years
0: I don't know, but everything's a matter of perspective. Everything is like, oh, this matters to you, but this doesn't matter to this person. It's everything a matter of perspective on where you're from, on what you know.
1: Yeah. So like, it
0: didn't that didn't that didn't really annoy me at all? Is that the, the, the thing that I, I had very very high hopes for the show because it's probably my most anticipated Marvel thing, really. <laughs> this and like Spider Man Three, could it's because loki and spider-man are my favorite characters in the marvel universe but it's and i I wanted to see him like fuck around a little bit more but i i know that's going to come in the later episode i know they had to put like loads and loads of exposition on the time variant authority into this episode so but like it was yeah i think the rest of the season is going to be like amazing and i'm going to love it but i know this episode wasn't as amazing as I hoped it would be because they just had to put like a shit ton of information in your face
1: yeah maybe I'm being a bit harsh on it I need to let it play out but no there was some cool stuff in the show I think Owen Wilson uh, looks like he's going to play his part very well Uh, I think the concept is good where they're having to ask Loki for his help against another Loki it looks like yeah Uh, well, the, the scene with the girl when she like pointed at that window of picture of the devil was a bit like, "Oh shit, who are they facing off?" And like it's leggy, <laughs> <laughs> but that was still cool. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. So
1: I think I, I think it's one of those shows again, just like all the other Marvel shows, where we'll revisit it maybe every episode or maybe every couple episodes when we learn a lot more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, it, this show is going to go in weird and wonderful directions, which I am fully on board for.
1: Uh, but Wedding Crashes 2 would be better than this show.
0: I doubt it. You know, it would be wedding, better than Wedding Crashes 2 in my mind. It's all the shit we got in E3. E3 it's <laughs> fucking kicking off. It's flowing full gears. It's not, it's not the show it was five years ago because PlayStation have dropped out, several other publishers and Things have dropped out, but we still got some big stuff going on. It's still, it's still one of the most exciting times of year for gaming. So Ubisoft are still there, Xbox are still there, Square Enix are still there. Uh, and those are the only free shows I watched because like, they're the most important. But uh, yeah, so we're going to kick it off with Elden Ring. I, 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 I shared the trailer with you because it looks fucking nuts it
1: does it looks incredible it's from it's from from software which is yeah. the, the stupidest name for a company ever uh <laughs> apart from the one who's it that makes the witcher and they're just like uh, three letters three words jammed together
0: yeah cd, CD project rage
1: i think <laughs> yeah something like that it's just three words that people could think of it's like yeah. when you play that game where you have to write a sentence for a story but you don't know the sentence beforehand <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Very much>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah it's got
1: george rr R. martin on board obviously a game of thrones fame or infamy if you ask me and uh from software who make uh the dark souls game or the demon souls games if you want to be retro about it yeah. uh it it does it looks absolutely mad it looks like skyrim dropped some shrooms
0: <laughs> literally yeah this is what it is yeah, it's just I like I've all one of the things I love about Dark Souls game is they're just character design, they're well designed, they they make beautiful, weird, fucking lucid dream sort of shit. Like there there are some absolutely fucking bananas uh enemy designs in and in Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Sekiro and Bloodborne and they're uh but I I I eat all that shit up. They're they're yeah, inspired by uh HP Lovecraft, which is, is like a guy who did a lot of streams in his time. And yeah, this is just really to, to simplify it, this is just open world Dark Souls. And I am fucking on board for it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's gonna be you know George R. R. Martin and the Games of Thrones as well. You as you already said, you're gonna get some rich and interesting and mad characters. Uh yeah. I don't know, when's this game? It's, it's it's next January, out, isn't it?
0: Yeah, next January, which is actually a lot sooner than I thought. I thought it'd probably be like later next year. But yeah, it's, it's one of my antis- most anticipated games.
1: Do we know what consoles is coming out? Is it coming out on everything?
0: I think it's coming out on like Xbox, Last, and new generation and previous generation oh, and good. PS new generation next generation like i I, i'm don't quote me on that i don't know but i think it is in a lot of stuff like i think it's pc i think it's xbox and ps5 ps4 ps5 series Yeah, it's uh, it's on
1: everything i just looked up, it's coming out and everything yeah uh
0: but yeah that's definitely gonna be
1: one to pick up
0: yeah like uh, in a weird way i this is such a bitch uh fucking comment but I kind of hope it's a little bit less challenging than Dark Souls. Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
1: We've never spoken about on the podcast about when we tried to complete the first Dark Souls game. But uh, we sucked.
0: You sucked
1: really bad.
0: You were were great at the bosses. You were generally really good at the bosses. We only got like four bosses in. But I was good at the random enemies. Like I was good at the the other Mm. encounters, you know? And then you were really good at the bosses. But that we did. We had others. that
1: weird. We had that weird run when when we tried to play it. Like, uh, I think for the first two or three bosses, I did first time. Like, li- mm. like uh, proper first time. But the yeah, moment yeah. I had to face like a random fucking skeleton, I had to pass Ben <laughs> the child because I just couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got stuck on a roof. Just was surrounded by skeletons with bows. And then yeah. we just never tried to game again. There,
0: there is a reason why, but we're not going to say why. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I don't yeah. think I don't think that hinders it all. I think we just sucked. It's no, too I, difficult. There's was I a bit of I've a massive two dragon two. as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Knowing Dark Souls, I've completed two, like just to just to flex a little bit. I want to say I've completed <laughs> Dark Souls two, Dark Souls three, um, Blood and Bloodborne. I want to say, and I've got I got very very far in Sekiro because my life is a bit more busy and hectic now these days. Uh, Prior to the lockdown, um, I just didn't. I I just gave up on Sekiro, and it's a great game. It's a really, truly fantastic game. I was like, I just don't have fucking time to. it. I, I anymore. I don't have time to fucking try this boss fifty times. So I hope Eldering being being um, open world. There are ways you can like power yourself up. There are like things you can do to make it just a little bit less challenging still make it challenging still make it hard just don't fucking pound me with bosses again and again which takes 50 tries to get to, which was Sekiro a little bit that
1: is what they're gonna do though like I think it, it will obviously be more story based I think that's the point of being yeah. of bringing George R. R. Martin on board like rather than a lot of the Dark Souls I, I haven't never played Sekiro but uh a lot of Dark Souls stuff, the story was actually just in the random scrolls that no one ever read. Yeah. Or the books or whatever. So there was really no story. You just get thrown in and you're like, Why am I trying to kill this uh, giant frog?
0: To to be fair, to be fair, there's actually a shit ton of story. Like there is deep fucking mad story in Dark Souls but you have to research it yeah which I guess most people aren't gonna do but I kind of like that like you have to put your work in oh, it's, you're it's a
1: different way to tell a story like for sure you yeah, can't it is. not ever otherwise every game would just be the same like if it's yeah. just all cutscenes, like, I don't say it's not a knock on it I'm just saying with with George on board it's, it's not gonna you would presume it's not going to be like that, unless they're just asking him to write the books that people have to then Google to read.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want it like a bit of a mix because I, I do like the fact that in Dark Souls you do have to look into it a little bit, you have to read some wiki pages, you have to read the scrolls or whatever. to say, oh, this guy was this, and now he then he got transformed into this and blah blah blah. But yeah, Elder, Elder Ring, it's going to be it's going to be huge. I mean, Dark Souls created an entire genre. Like and it's probably one of the most important games or series of the last like twenty years. So, Elden Ring is going to be huge, and I am all for it.
1: Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. What else was it E three Ben? What else got you got uh, you tingly? uh,
0: So Xbox actually had a fucking phenomenal uh, showing. uh, I'm a PlayStation boy at the moment. I have been like PlayStation four. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a PlayStation five. Because uh, just in my perspective, they're just doing more of the games I care about and more I'm doing games like Horizon and Last of Us and like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, the things that just speak to me. So, and God of War 2, like this is, God of War 2 is like my most anticipated game. Um, but yeah, honestly, like this, this uh, showing, this conference made me like think, fuck, I kind of need to get an Xbox because... They opened up with Starfield, which Starfield, if you don't know, is the thing, new new uh, IP by Bethesda software, the people who make Fallout and, and more importantly, the people who make uh, Elder Scrolls. And it looks very cool. They gave like a kind of CG trailer for it. It's going to come out November in, in 2022, which is still obviously like a year and four months away, but uh, it's it looks sort of like a game about colonizing other planets. Like you're you're a sort of explorer, you're helping humanity uh populate populate different planets. What I'm this is very speculative, but it does seem this is the way it's supposed to do. There's definitely gonna be combat because there is a couple of couple of little bits where he like puts down a gun with the and and so he it does it's a very cool trailer. I definitely recommend what, uh, looking it looking up. But it's, yeah. it doesn't really give a ton of details about what you're actually be doing. We know, it's already confirmed, it's going to be like an open-world exploration game, sort of akin to Skyrim and Fallout, but obviously in space, you're an astronaut. And I presume, because there's, there's no aliens in, in the trailer. You just see humans, you see some mechs, you see some like future tech. I presume it's just going to be about a story about humanity trying to repopulate in different planets, in different like ecosystems. And you're going to be, like, jumping from each ecosystem to the next and stuff like that. And I'm sure it's going to be beautiful and amazing. Um, yeah, and, yeah, the new Halo also looks pretty dope. It, it's I, I haven't played Halo since I was about 15, but I used to fucking kill on Halo, not going to lie. I, it was, Halo is was one of the only, like, multiplayer games I was really good at at one time. And, yeah, this looks a lot of fun. It brought me right back to playing, like, Halo 3, playing Griff Ball, Playing like a shotgun and sniper mode, you know, it just looks a lot of fun, and I, I know it's going to be great for the Xbox community. They also released; they announced a sort of uh, four-player vampire survival game. Which what? Co- yeah, it looks very cool. It's called um, it's called Red Red Point or Red Knight or something. Red something. Um, it's it's basically it's a four-player co-op survival game about like against swarms of vampires and the art style is badass as fuck it looks that, like there's four different classes and they all look very cool um yeah uh, this game looks really good and it's made by bethesda it's made by the people who made uh like dishonored and which are great games and so yeah this game looks really cool i think it's coming out uh late next year i could be wrong with, about that too but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I have red, I, maybe red, red dawn, red dawn. I think it's red dawn. That could be wrong. Yeah, that looks really cool. So, those are the things that, about Xbox. And I was like, shit. The reason why I say I want, I might need to get an Xbox, is because if Starpoint is really fucking good, which I think it might be, I might get one for it. Because you know, the new Elder Scrolls is coming on, and the new, new Elder Scrolls is going to be amazing, I, I hope. And so, yeah, I think I might get new X just for uh, Bethesda's in, uh, interaction with them, that Bethesda them owning Bethesda, because they've got so many great fucking titles going They've got uh, Wolfenstein, Doom, Elder Scrolls, Fallout this new red point they've got dishonored they've got, they've got like a bunch of shit which is awesome so yeah xbox you absolutely won e3 this year you did a fucking good job um right so moving on to ubisoft and so we've still got uh squaring for that ubisoft there is they announced a new avatar games which is weird but okay it's
1: because <laughs> the new movies are coming finally are
0: they are they really this i bet they isn't one of the new movies are meant to come out that at the end of this year and then the yeah. next year it's gonna be fucking delayed. like james what's his name james james cameron james cameron come on dude just fucking release your movie at this point and like i swear avatar 2 was meant to be a nap and a release in like 2011 and it's what 10 years later like dude just fucking do it um yeah, so I guess Avatar is going to be slightly relevant. It wasn't. It didn't really give away much of the game. It's called like Avatar, Avatar: New Frontiers or something. It looks beautiful. That the world of Avatar is very beautiful, but no one really gives a fuck about it other than the, other than some nice, nice images. Uh, yeah. Uh, the new Rainbow Six game looks quite fun. It's a four-player versus aliens sort of game, like akin to say, something of like, sort of like zombie mode or Left 4 Dead, I'd say, but with the sort of focus on Rainbow Six, which was also always like a very tactical game. Like you wanted, you wanted different classes who could do different things. It was, and you wanted like constant communication with your team, something. So it's not just spray and pray shooting. It's very Sort of you need to be quite tactical. Uh that looks pretty cool. And also one of my I've learned Elder Scrolls. Oh, before I talk about this. There's uh Battlefield 2042, which looks absolute insanity. Like I've never been I've never spent much time in any you know, of the Battlefield games. Like really I think the most battlefield I ever played was two hours of Battlefield 4's like campaign or something um yeah but this this one looks crazy actually that's a lie i completed battlefield bad company 2 like way back in the day uh but anyway battlefield 2042 it just it's an online only game so just completely focused on different online modes but it looks fucking madness like there is there is so much it's an awesome trailer to check I, i highly recommend checking it out just there are wingsuits and fucking uh quad bikes going into helicopters there are hurricanes going around (laughs) and thunderstorms on like a what is that 128 players at a time sort of map there and and you can go up skyscrapers you can jump off and parachute things and they like it just looks absolute chaos but it looks very fun chaos in that way so it's not necessarily my sort of game because I know I just don't have, if I got the game, I don't have the time to be good at it. Like, you're going to have to put in like 15 hours a week to actually be pretty good at that game. I just don't, I don't really have that time and I don't really want to do that. Uh, But it looks great. For the people who are good at shooters, people who kill on uh, Call of Duty Warzone, Warzone, this is for you and I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, But the thing, other than Elder Ring, which is the, the best thing, is a, New Guardians of the Galaxy game that looks fucking awesome. Honestly, if you want... I'd take a drink of water because I've been speaking a lot. But, uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Professional podcaster, Ben either Ebert, everyone.
0: There's a new Guardians of the Galaxy game that looks great. It really does because it's, uh, it's a lot of the sort of... Uh, combat is is fun combat against aliens with a little bit of exploration and, and platforming sort of thing, with like uh, Mass Effect type choices on the fly. So as they, they gave a demo which I, I would really recommend checking out the demo because I think you'd be into it. But um you you have like Mass Effect choices on the fly where you're like, oh rocket should do this. Oh I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Gamora on this point sort of thing like you are sort of taking choices throughout the game which affect how the how the missions play out and also it's funny like it really is funny in the way you want the guardians to be and the combat looks good and you can also give orders sort of like the way you do in mass effect or dragon age where you give orders to your team be like oh rocket go use your rocket launcher on on this guy or whatever and, yeah, re- it sort of looks a, mi- a mix of, say, Tomb Raider with Mass Effect and it in-, in a very nice way. And actually, Tomb Raider might be a little bit weird, but whatever. And, um, yeah, so it- Guardian Galaxy, it does look very good. I'm very excited for it. And it actually doesn't come out. To- it comes out on October 26th. That's probably, probably one of my most anticipated games of this year. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that was all of E3. That was all the interesting shit of E3 to me.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Ben. Now I don't need to do any research about E3, which is Fair good. Yeah. Uh, is the Guardians of the Galaxy game made by the same people who made the Avengers game?
0: No, it's not. It, oh, I don't know.
1: Christ <laughs> for that. Jesus. Yeah.
0: The Avengers game was a massive letdown. It, 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 I played it for like two days and I was like, I'm dumbass. But this <laughs> game looks way, way better.
1: Well. Uh yeah. So there you go everyone. That is E3. Now the actual point of this episode, there's been there's been a lot of spin-offs. Maybe yeah. obviously all of the MCU and the Disney Plus stuff could argue about spin-offs. Uh we just said Spiral in the cinema, which is a spin-off from all the Saw movies in a way that is very um crap. I couldn't <laughs> think of a clever way to word it. <laughs> sure. So we're just gonna talk about some spin-offs that we would like to see in in media, so movies, TV, films, maybe music and books. You got any music spin-offs for us?
0: Uh, I don't. No, I do oh, That's, should.
1: that's I weird. Think
0: music spin-off is the hardest one to
1: do. I think music spin-off really is just a remix.
0: Yeah, basically so collision force, basically a spin-off.
1: Yeah, so it'd just be like Foo Fighters, but done by David guetta
0: <laughs> so covered. covers the spin it Just covers the
1: spin-off So I'm going to start off Because you, you said the, the, the two words uh, Mass Effect
0: hmm.
1: So I'm going to start with a Mass Effect spin-off That we didn't get Despite some very high profile Casting
0: okay. uh,
1: And I'm on about Aria Taluk The Pirate Queen of Omega Who was voiced by carrie Ann Moss Oh really? Uh, okay. Trinity from the Matrix for those that don't yeah. know. Real high profile uh, actress um to get such a small role. She's mm. in a bit in Mass Effect two, she's in a little bit of uh of Mass Effect three, she does then get a DLC in Mass Effect three, so she does kind of get her own story on um in the Omega one where you try and take back Omega from Cerberus. Um okay. But and then the the character is obviously in all like the interactive comic books or whatever like Mass Effect Deception, Mass Effect Invasion, and stuff like yeah. that. So there is Aria content out there. But mm. I think the Pirate Queen deserves her own game. Okay. Out there, she's a real interesting character. She's obviously uh, a criminal. She runs Omega. You got the great mm. stuff in Mass Effect Two when you first meet her when she's like, "I am Omega." And she's kind of got everyone under her thumb she's got her fingers in loads of criminal pies she knows how to get stuff done she's always at kind of loggerheads with Cerberus
0: yeah and
1: with everyone like that but she's so well connected that she even gets in Mass Effect 3 when Omega gets taken over she gets free passage onto um the Citadel gets her own booth in that big bar yes. And then, when yeah. someone tries to question her for not having ID, she just rings up one of the counselors who mm. just passes her through. It's like, I want to know, how is she so well connected? Yeah, yeah, What's she up to? What you got going on, girl?
0: That sounds great. I, I'd like to read a novel about Omega, about how she came to this point.
1: Yeah, like, well, we don't really know what Omega is. It was an old mining yeah. colony from memory. And it's like this big. Like giant rock thing. The f- first thing you got to do is go save it because there's a big plague going on on it. But uh, mm-hmm. but she and she always knows what's going on. Yeah. So I, I want to know. I want to know how. I want to see yeah. her. I don't know, know if I want to see her uprising. I think having some mystery in the backstory is good. Yeah. But I want to put her at center. I want to put her in the center. I want to put the light on her and let's ha- let's have a story about her. How do you, you get a name like the Pirate Queen?
0: That uh, That is a very cool name. Uh, I don't think there's a better name than you can get. So would this be... Uh, wouldn't it be an origin story, but you would you play as Omega?
1: As Omega? Or as yeah. the entire city? I oh, would see <laughs> <laughs> Omega's a place. Would you, would you Aria, play as- Aria to Aria. I think you would play as a... I don't think I want it to be an origin story because I like some mystery. I'd like yeah. it to be like kind of obviously it has to be somewhere between Mass Effect 2 and 3 because of what happens at the end of 3. Unless she somehow survives, And then just have some flashbacks or have her having to use her connections to get out of a situation so you get some kind of smatterings of origin story. Um But I mean the, the Omega DLC is good but it is just you helping her claim back Omega so it's not really like you get a bit of backstory with her and the... um or oh, I can't remember what the other lady's called, but her and another character who they used to work together but now they don't or whatever. I can't really remember. But yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, something like that. So yeah. let's let's get let's just get some story on her. I think it should be a nice open world game. Her mm-hmm. like having to use her connections to put a gang maybe fighting Cerberus between two and three, mm-hmm. trying to having to beat them back a bit and and yeah, yeah taking back her throne
0: yeah maybe because now i remember omega it uh it took me a minute to remember what it was but it was like this, this kind of cd it was like a cd version of the citadel essentially like it in a way like so maybe they can expand on that maybe make, make it make it like a bit more city you know to to run around in or whatever and yeah like, totally you can just build her infamy up again from master 2 that sounds like a truly
1: great game i'd be completely on board yeah but for they i'd have to look into it and maybe it's things that were in the plan and never got anywhere so there must be no backs maybe there's no backstory but i'd like to know why they paid carrie-ann moss money <laughs> and then gave us such a small role
0: yeah no, maybe it's such, she... it's such
1: a big bit of casting like to do for a video like bear in yeah. mind when she got the role we're not talking about like 2021 maybe like Carry On isn't necessarily about that much um, at the top at the top of Hollywood anyway but this is like 2008 so this is yeah. just after the Matrix trilogy would have finished
0: it's oh, still like 5 years off but yeah.
1: yeah but that's still that's some big casting
0: yeah for such a tiny role maybe yeah maybe they were just like that's why it's a tiny role they're like we want we want Trinity in it somewhere and maybe Like her agent was like, for
1: every line. Yeah. Yeah, because she would have just done Disturbia, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is a big movie, at the time that they probably would have been making the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, so five years off of the Matrix trilogy, but then she still had like Love Hurts and stuff like in the pipeline as well. She was about.
0: She was about, yeah. How do you know much about much about Carrion Moss? <laughs> Matrix and what is it? Jessica Jones are the only thing I know of them.
1: Well, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just a man in the know. <clears throat> do
0: you know who's also a man in the know? Ash Ketchum. front me trying to Pokemon. Pokemon. D. Do you want a
1: spin-off po- of Ash
0: Ketchum? I want to a spin-off of Pokemon. Pokemon, <sighs> this whole idea for this podcast was inspired by all the mad shit that Pokemon are doing. There's Pokemon Go, which is, people love it, but it's shit. There's Pokemon <laughs> Sleep, which I, what the fuck is Pokemon Sleep? Who the fuck is, what is that Sorry, for? what? There's this thing called Pokemon Sleep, which is a game where you can, like, level up Pokemon as you sleep or something. It's, it was no like. No no No, the just me, Google Pokemon Sleep, it's a thing.
1: Very. Tracks you around the time a user sleeps using the accelerometer of the external Pokemon Go Plus accessory and communicates the data to the user's mobile. This doesn't sound like a game. It sounds like they're monitoring your sleep. Yeah. Although the gameplay specifics have not been revealed, what gameplay? You're fucking asleep. Company has promised it will turn sleeping into entertainment. Yeah. How? Uh,
0: I have no idea. Oh mad. god,
1: are they making um like a big virtual reality thing whilst you sleep? What's that movie called? Is it Lawnmower
0: Man? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, that's Lawnmower VR. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they've got all these fucking mad ideas. They've that's got like, nuts. and they've got Pokemon Cafe, which is like, I think it's about creating a cafe and decorating like cute pokemon bullshit it's all just bullshit you don't there's yeah yeah that's it there, it's all just bullshit you know what the only thing i'm talking this is a fun game that the only thing pokemon fans want is a pokemon builder an official app a game phone for creating your very own pokemon got tools in it to help for people who are crap at drawing. That's
1: so, such a good idea because then the Pokemon company could sack their entire design department yeah. and just use people's designs instead.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh like, yeah, you've got um, yeah, you can, for people like you and me who aren't great at drawing, you've got things that help uh, away with, like, creating the right curves or whatever, and, like, there'll be Ooh, curvy Pokemon. Uh, curvy they, Pokemon. They're always they're and yeah, so every I don't know every year there will be a competition for the best five Pokemon, and they will include them in the um, in, the, in the next game or something.
1: Shit, that's such uh, a really fucking good idea. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so obviously you can add typings and even like your own moves. You can be like, oh, this is my for Fossilus mod, and be like, it's fire and electric or whatever you want. And I want it to have a move called Thunder Fire or some shit. And uh, I, I've never thought of both on them. So... <laughs> so, if yeah. you're
1: using as much imagination as they use in the latest games. <laughs> but it's like, this is just called Fox. And it's a
0: fox. <laughs> this is a dark fox. And it's called Darky Fox. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> some of them are so bad. Like I've not played the latest ones Um like the switch one but the one yeah. before on, on the last ones on 3ds that like hawaiian one oh yeah. the pokemon was so bad yeah some of them are crap like some like
0: chandelier like come on it's just a chandelier oh but...
1: god yeah when they made that one in like pokemon <laughs> white or black or whatever and some of them is, one of them is just like a fucking ice cream cone
0: mm. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't do that, Pokemon. Just just do this, do this. Stop and, making
1: Pokemon. Like you've got yeah. enough.
0: You've got a million. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So this this app is perfect for that electric dinosaur or flying slug Pokemon you've always wanted. It's perfect for your fire beetle Pokemon. Whatever. Like, the, the the community go go fucking nuts with this because this is I, I know fake mons a big thing. Like there's loads of people just designing their own Pokemon is an app where it can do it as a community and you can just be like and they can just take note as well like, because i'm sure there'll be like some like functionality on it they're like oh this pokemon being shared a lot people really like it and then you could be like okay we're gonna have it we're gonna choose five this year and there'll be next in the next pokemon game do it i don't know what to call it i just called it the pokemon builder but yeah that's the thing. Yeah.
1: Mm, i'm trying to think of a good pun Although they, they don't. This po- this cafe thing is just called Pokemon Cafe Mix. Yeah, it's not much crazy. Build a Pokemon now, go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon building go now.
1: I still see people playing Pokemon Go. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, not regularly, but quite often. Cause it, it's so obvious to what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, you just see the little map on their phone as they walk past you. But yeah, I still see people yeah. playing every now and then. It's like... It was like, get a job.
0: <laughs> it's a big, it was a, I remember when Pokemon Go launched, it was like a massive thing. Like generally, like, I, I remember going to the pub with two of our friends. Yeah. And, uh, and playing. Because that yeah. pub
1: was a, uh, whatever they called it, wasn't it?
0: It was like a, what, a pit stop? Or yeah, a-
1: yeah, the actual pub was, so it was yeah. great for us because I, I, li- I, I lived like, like a minute walk from that yeah. pub.
0: <laughs> and, I, and I was quite into it for like four or five days. And I was like, this is a cool concept, but it's like the actual gameplay play a bit was really shit. It was like, oh, just tap as much as you can. But no, that's, that's not a game. That's, not, that's not a game.
1: Smile. What's Pokemon Smile?
0: Fucking Helps make sucks.
1: toothbrushing a fun habit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> alright we need to cut this off I'm cutting it off I want to see a spin off of John Wick
0: but oh, really?
1: it's um, it's Ash and Pikachu and someone kills Pikachu
0: oh god yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and it's Ash Ketchum getting revenge yeah. my other Pokemon idea is Falling Down do you remember Falling Down? no oh, it's a great movie, it's a Michael Douglas movie early 90s and it's just about a guy who just gets bored with his everyday life. So he just fucking snaps. And just yeah. this goes on like a rage spree. Hmm. So it's early 90s Michael Douglas. It's a... um, He made the movie. Fuck, his name has completely gone from his head. Is it, is it a Joel Schumacher movie? It might be. Anyway, it, that doesn't really matter. Because he's dead. And uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, we just make falling, falling Down. But instead of Michael Douglas' character, it's Pikachu.
0: Oh yeah, that absolutely... it just,
1: just rages.
0: That sounds like a... What is the name? Ari. He's the guy who makes the bootleg universe, which is fucking going into nerd-ass territory. It's... um, I think it's like Ari Shankir or something. He's this mad guy who just makes random... Like, That's what he wants to like. Like he... Does we want to run licenses like he made like a R-rated Power ranger short film? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, generally, That's he did. such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I can't remember if it was cool, but like I'm sure you can find it somewhere. And uh, it, it's on YouTube, I think, Phil. And um, yeah, and but now he, he made, uh, He's working on right now. He's working on a Far Cry Blood Dragon anime. Is, which is actually uh
1: produced I remember PC. that DLC that was weird
0: that was a weird DLC but direction I like I never played it actually I think I played it for like an hour around yours once. yeah you
1: I had it and it's yeah. um the the trouble was with it is that it was so colorful and so flashy that I could only play it for like 20 minutes before it started to hurt my head a bit Oh, it really, was yeah. nuts there was stuff going on on the screen all the time so on mm. like a big tv like for me after a little bit i was like oh i'm gonna have to put this down for a second there's just too much going on on the screen but
0: yeah, yeah. it was harder. fine
1: but though that, that was the bit where far cry just became like the same game it's with like a different skin over the top of it so you were a bit bored of it by then but there was like yeah. a robot dinosaur at one point which was awesome i think to remember uh but yeah falling down was joel schumacher
0: there you go good for you what would be good for you I'm going to call this next spin-off FIFA slash any sports game slash <laughs> dirty streets so <sighs> I'm going with uh, do you remember FIFA, FIFA Street
1: do you remember FIFA Street I had it on Gamecube
0: yeah cooler version of FIFA with like a cool sound well, this is it, but just dirty, a fucking grimer. And this can be applied to any sports game, because not gonna lie, sports games for the last like 10 years are fucking boring. They are, they're the same bullshit every year with NBA and NFL and whatever the hockey one is and FIFA and fucking cricket, if they still make cricket games and whatever. They're the same shit every year. Like you need to fucking do some shit to this revamp them. Of- put some juice, put some dirt in them. So this one, uh, people can get, so it's the same FIFA gameplay you love, it's all that stuff, but it's a bit, it's a bit added to it. So if you want.
1: I've got an idea. Put, I've got an idea for this.
0: All right, in a sec, but you can drop landmines if you want. You can equip your players with Uzis or machetes. If you want, you can suck off the referee and who may be a little bit more akin to you, if you want. So it's all, all the fun of FIFA or NBA, but anything goes. Want to make a public sex tape with the opposing team's star player, his girlfriend? Go for it. And then release it as on the monitor as you play the game, as the match goes on. Want to carpet bomb the enemy's goal? Fucking do it. This is FIFA... Slash
1: any sports game, Dirty Streets. I like it. It's a really good idea.
0: Yeah, that's
1: fantastic. I was going to say, like, you could give the players all little, little backstories. Like, everyone's in prison. <laughs> yeah. but like one of those high securities, you're never getting out of it, prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it could be like, oh, here's the team of like uh, neo Nazis, and they're facing off against a load of like uh, a, a Latino gang, <clears throat> <laughs> and um. So you could kind of match up people from there.
0: Yeah, but that yes. might be too
1: far. I prefer your yeah, idea as you uh, just carpet bombing uh, things.
0: Uh, 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 we're going to the weird end, like we could. All the FIFA teams could be put in the put in the raft for, I don't know, tax evasion. Every FIFA team in the world could be put on the raft for tax evasion, and all the raft security guards just go on holiday for like ten months. So it's like. Well, we've got these machine guns around and we love playing football. Let's do it. And that's the first the cutscene.
1: That's beautiful. It would sell really well. That's actually a good idea. It would upset a lot of people.
0: It would, but who's like
1: This is true. I've got an idea for a war game, but it's actually how war plays out in the modern days, which is that you don't play as a soldier. You play as a diplomat who... Um, just tries to negotiate into not having the war for ages. So it's a real boring version of risk. (laughs) Because it's mostly just negotiating treaties.
0: Hmm.
1: And then at some point when you've had enough, you can launch one bomb and then the game's over. Oh, really? So you need to make like this high-tech AI system where you can talk to the other country if you're playing like single player. But you're just there and you're just like, hey, we're going to put some economic sanctions on you. We're now taxing your sugar imports, and then you see how that affects the game, and then like, uh, and then you see a load of like news real footage. It's like tension between uh, Taiwan and Wales are at an all time high because Nathan just taxed Ben's corn imports. <laughs> and then how would you react to that?
0: Yeah, so it's like threading the fine line between a little bit of tension, but not actually. Yeah. At-
1: Maybe you send some spies in and you hope they get away with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Like and Why if you don't it? you just distance yourself entirely as you always do. You're like, well they're not one of ours. <laughs> so it's a lot of like just conversation.
0: Yeah. Honestly that could be a game. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a rubbish that would... game. But... <laughs> People would be for it. Like if make it weirdly good, yeah, it be... what it is is just a lot of like mass effect um uh, text like options you know, like, you know you know like Fallout or, or Skyrim where you just like go for the text box and you're just like a lot oh of
1: nothing basically just a lot of that <laughs> yeah. just a lot of, of nothing of you just rolling dice so you can move but then not actually doing anything
0: I mean Dungeons and Dragons is a thing
1: oh now you have just start to set everyone
0: <laughs> I, I know I mean to be fair I think Dungeon and look amazing But half of it is just like rolling dice and like conversing with someone. So here you
1: go, hundred percent of that. Here it is, but it's just like like you might think oh this game is about avoiding war. It's not. It's just about kind of like going through the red tape before you're allowed to go and fight someone.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Kinda like how boxing has become now, where it's just a lot of contract talks for like eight months and then they actually fight two years later.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, building the height. You're going to have a Logan Paul and a Jake Paul of this. Oh God.
1: <laughs> God, let's not talk about them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all. Literally, uh, it's sad. That's all I know about boxing currently. Like, loads of YouTube stars are just getting into it. So maybe that's the death of your game. That's when the YouTube stars, you could be like, you could just do the self destruct button. <laughs>
1: Pretty much, that's what you could do. So eventually, you can launch like a missile, maybe. But then you know that they're just going to intercept it.
0: (laughs) All the the followers are just going to jump on it.
1: All the followers. That's a good. Is there a game about making a cult?
0: Probably. Like an
1: actual cult simulator where you have to try and make a cult, not like a game that has a cult in it.
0: That sounds great. No, legitimately, there's simulators for like universities and theme parks and fucking, you know, households or whatever. Is there ever been a cult simulator? That's what I'm looking
1: That's at. At. No, there must be. There must be. a Cult simulator. How to create a cult. It's just come up with how to create a cult. <laughs> Cultist simulator. A beginner's guide yeah. to the occult. Uh, was a Honey, team. I joined a cult on Steam. What's this game?
0: So- I found a oh, game called a Cultist Simulator. It's a card-based simulation video game developed by Indie Studios' Weather Factory. And it's got a 9 out of 10 on Steam. I'll send no, that, yeah. It doesn't seem... It seems more like a card game.
1: Than, yeah, I'm uh, on about actually trying to convince people. Yeah. Oh, And seeing how many followers you can get. And then eventually, like, I don't
0: know. Yeah, eventually... Me. I'd like make him drink the Kool Aid or something.
1: Yeah, pretty much with the cult of Kool Aid.
0: You ever had Kool Aid? No. No, neither do have I. Know, do you know someone who wants to drink the Kool Aid? Do, do tell.
1: Know,
0: do you know what a franchise that should fucking die is? Fucking Sonic. Fuck I was about to say
1: James Bond.
0: Yeah, obviously that too. James Bond as well. Uh, so this game is gonna is an iPhone game called How to Kill Sonic. Because, honestly, who the fuck cares about Sonic? It's so dated, and no one gives a fuck about it. It's so, like, I want, um, want, it appeared in one of the the conferences I showed, and I was like, Sonic's still a fucking thing. Like, it's so lazy, just bullshit. It's like, oh, just tap buttons. Tap buttons and go quick. uh, No one gives a shit about this. It's Sonic. No, fuck off, Sonic. So... Always, it just always looks fucking wank and it's just bringing like it's taking the game, game development sort of way in like 10 years earlier but it's it's dating it's bringing it back so this game is uh, about brutally murdering him in different ways so you want you want to set here yeah, okay sonic's got a track you've got 50 points to set traps, you know and obviously his fast is very quick he's quite agile so you gotta be pretty you gotta be pretty strategic about where you set your traps. You can set spikes, you know, propane pain tanks, you can you can have reverse uh reverse reverse boosts sort of things, to slow down. You can have all sorts of trap, but you've got to just find a way to fucking kill this little franchise that should have been dead ten years ago.
1: I like it. I'm surprised yeah. Sonic is still going after because they had like those just about four or five games in a row that were just an absolute train wreck.
0: They've had every game in a row. The movie was
1: apparently good, but I didn't see it.
0: I've never seen it, I hate Sonic. But anyway, um, apparently, the only time Sonic was good was Sonic Riders. you ever play Sonic Riders?
1: I've never really played a Sonic game, to be honest.
0: Good. Good for you. Well done. But uh, (laughs) Sonic Riders was actually legitimately a lot of fun. I remember playing it with um, Giles, my XXX uh, Petro life mate. Um, Love yeah, and he um <laughs> and so basically, what the game was, it was like a mix between Mario Kart and Tony Hawk's, where like obviously you have power ups and shit like that, but you try and get try and get uh, tricks for extra boosts and shit like that. Sonic Riders, Sonic Riders was actually a lot of fun. Other than that, it's all garbage. It's literal all just fucking shit on the floor. So fuck off, Sonic. Make a game where in, you know how to kill that annoying little blue dickhead.
1: What we could do then is that you could have like the How to Kill Sonic, and then mm. uh, we could have a spin off of that alien autopsy movie called The Autopsy of Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Good, yeah. <laughs>
1: and it's just them performing an autopsy on this bright blue hedgehog to find out <laughs> what the fuck is going cool. on there. Who made you? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll
1: for it? Why not? God, you can make a documentary about that of just people like speculating about where Sonic came from. So you have like Alex Jones talking about
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. How he came all from Mexico
1: up, or something. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, and
0: uh, then we can start a cult. We can start a cult. We can start a cult about
1: people who love knuckles. People who love knuckles. Who's <laughs> the uh? What's the black one? Shadow, uh, Shadow, Shadow.
0: He Which seemed cool. He he did seem cool, but he was just like the emo Sonic. I want to say there there was a I think there was a couple of Shadow spin-off games or something, but Shadow is just like Hole Sonic. He's he's a Sasuke to Naruto sort of thing. I want to say actually no, Knuckles is a Sasuke to Sonic, but he's the just just the dark alternative. You know, he's the. The bad boy event at first, but he turns good. I wanna probably.
1: I'd like a spin off to uh to Vaz from Far Cry four. Far Cry
0: three. Uh yeah, three, yeah, the um, one that
1: everyone loved and then they killed him off after through of the
0: game. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think weird? they're
1: actually doing that. So Yeah,
0: they're, they're doing like a in Far Cry six, they're doing like a weird villains mode where you play as the villain. Through like a story or something. Oh,
1: okay. But yeah, what was your idea? Well for Faz. Yeah. I I think that one you have to do an origin story because he gets killed off halfway through Far Cry Three for no <laughs> fucking good reason in one of the worst game decisions of modern times. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, on a story front anyway. But so I think you just gotta do an origins of how did this guy become so crazy? Mm. like he's clearly absolutely nuts. Oh yeah. But, like, how did he work himself up? How did whoever the actual bad guy of Far Cry 3 was convince <laughs> you to convince him to work for him? Such an unhinged person. And yeah, where would yeah, yeah. that crazy come from?
0: Yeah, why is it so crazy?
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll kind of just end up being like Joker, but on a tropical island. But I'm up for it. I'm up, you know yeah. yeah, I'm, up I'm up for you know what fuck that I'm up for Joker on a yeah. tropical island.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Joker on a tropical island where you get to shoot some people along the way. Oh, what, wacky
1: yeah. Felix's Joker just dropped into Survivor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that 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 is a good spin like you could have Survivor, but like villain's version, the most infamous villains, you have fucking Joker. You have uh, who's an oh, influence film? I can't any. Uh,
1: yeah. We're like... a real, we're an eclectic mix of people, so I think we need Joker, one of the machines from the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Hugh uh, Grant no. from uh, what's that? Bridget Jones. <laughs> Bridget Jones. That's it. That's what I was trying to <laughs> think of. Um, you then got uh, you got the bad guy from Black Panther. Sure,
0: uh, Kill yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, then Jason Voorhees is he really a bad yeah. guy though? He's kind of his special needs,
0: sure. You could have uh, Harley Quinn, yeah, no, you can, no, no, you can also have Margaret Robbie as what was that ice skater who was like a bit of a bit of a psycho?
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know her name, but I know you mean,
0: yeah, you know, everyone knows who I mean, and you then Dutch
1: have... from Red Dead 2. Do it,
0: do it, and yes. also bad
1: spoilers yeah. for Red Dead 2.
0: That is a great survivor cast Obviously, we need a few more women because right now we've got six males and one woman. And we need, um, you know, some more. Mama
1: Telly from the Goonies.
0: Yeah. You could have the girl Amy from Gone Girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just there us have a breakdown. <laughs> Murdering Neil Patrick Harris.
0: Yeah, why not? Spider's you could have Neil God Patrick God. Harris from How I Met Your Mother. Barney Stinson. Barney whatever he's you know? bad guy or Was he just it's, it's not but like hes he could be the point of view you know he could be it doesn't have to be absolute serial killers but it could be people who are slightly broken
1: and then we just put James Corden in there just so just
0: <laughs> so just <laughs> so this is... whatever so... happens happens and, no, and I've
1: said that I'm not saying anything we're telling him he's the host but you know <laughs> guy's such a douche
0: is he what's wrong with james gordon
1: just seems really annoying i don't really watch anything he does but he just seems really irritating
0: i've watched a couple of like youtube videos called like spill your guts or fool your guts or something which is like a game he plays and it seems kind of fun but he does he seems rather fake i think he's
1: just one of those yeah he is obviously a bit fake and also he's just on everything so, yeah, as well as you just see him all the time, you're like, i oh, just go away. Yeah, what? Well, he
0: mean, was in like cats and.
1: How can I miss I... you if you won't go away?
0: Yeah, he's, he is kind of in everything. But honestly, Gavin and Stacey, very good show. And Garrett: it's and good good show. Show. Yeah, it's
1: a good show. But uh, yeah, we'll put Stacy on the island. She seemed like a bit of a bad <laughs> person. She's very interesting. Gavin
0: irritating. and Stacey, both of them need to do something. They haven't been, <laughs> they haven't been in anything since Gavin and Stacey. Are... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was Kevin and Stacy, and she was in love. Actually, oh
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't know what the other guy's up to. I don't even know his name.
0: Never do I. Michael uh, Fox. The... <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Fox is the guy in Back to the Future. Oh, what what's his, his name? Okay, what figure one up?
1: I hope it is Michael Fox, though, just so I am right. Oh, Matthew Horn. Damn it, close. That's quite
0: different. All right, Matthew
1: Horn. God, he's not aged well.
0: <laughs> We're getting so bitchy. He's,
1: he's just got wider.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Probably a school, Matthew.
1: Oh my god, his own page is literally like a fifteen-year-old photo of him. Oh, god. oh yeah, he's done nothing. Oof. It happens, you
0: know. It happens.
1: I oh know he's been in some TV series.
0: Oh good for him. Good for Matty Horn.
1: Well done, Matt Horn. You're going on the island though.
0: You are going on the island.
1: Oh. Well, have you got any more ideas for us before we ride off into the sunset?
0: Uh I've got uh quickly, I've got this thing called a Life Eye Time app. So it's a spin-off from procrastination. I've been locked down for like fast three three or four weeks or something. I don't I can't actually remember. And uh, yeah, so I've been just home a lot, and I've done some stuff, but I've also more than anything, I've procrastinated. So, an eye implant which tracks activities that you do. You can tune it for things you can. Obviously, we're going a bit, a bit cyberpunky, a bit future tech here. So you can tune it for different activities, such as like playing games, watching Netflix, or sports or exercising, or writing, or like, I don't know, researching Scientology, or whatever you want to do. Uh, So you can just track it and be like, how much time am I actually spending doing this so far? Like, how much time a week am I, say, watching YouTube videos? How much time a week am I actually exercising? How much time a week am I uh, reading about cult Norseology? Norse mythology. (laughs) (laughs) So you can just be like, is this an app that you can just track how you spend your life. Be like, these are the five activities I do. I work, I walk my dogs, I go to the gym, I watch Netflix, and I play video games. Those are the five activities I do mainly in my life. Be like, how much time am I actually doing each a week? And, you could be, and I think it's like a lifetime help sort of tool, where like, okay, I'm spending way too much time at, at work or something, or I'm spending way too much time playing video games or something. But like, this is just a time be Like, how much time am I actually spending on that? Because for instance, I think I waste a fucking shit ton of time watching random YouTube podcasts. I do it a lot. <laughs> I do it a lot. I do it a lot. I start my right, because I'm in lockdown. I start my morning with like two hours of doing fuck all. I'm not gonna lie, I, I drink my coffee, I sometimes eat breakfast, and I don't do anything productive for like two hours and I'm like fuck. I need to do more shit, you know? So and I think it would help more people. So I like really, this idea. Yeah. I don't really have a name for it. It's called, right now I call it Life Eye Time App. <laughs> I think it would scare
1: a lot of people as well. Like, they would oh, be like oh, how much time have I been staring uh, at this wall doing nothing? And it's like four yeah, hours a day.
0: Yeah, how much time a week have I spent on Instagram? you're like, oh, 17 hours or something. And are like, no. yeah, It just makes people aware of how they're spending their time. you are like, okay, I don't need to do this at all. By the way, if you spend 17 hours a week on Instagram, do fucking something else. I, I beg of you, do. If you spend 17 hours a week on any social platform, fucking get a hobby, mate. But anyway, yeah. Um. so, Life I Time, Track, whatever the fuck I called it, app, it's my, it's one of my greatest inventions. I'm sure it will literally be a thing in whenever Google Glass are all inserted into our necks, that'll be a thing in, within a year.
1: It will be a thing, and Guys, you know what? Let us know what you do whilst you listen to our podcast. I'm sure some of you crazy. Yep, at least one person I reckon is (laughs) masturbating right now. (laughs) And uh, but what are the rest of you doing? Like, I bet some of you crazy people might be like skateboarding, or waiting for waiting for your date to turn up. So you're like, well, I better listen to a, a podcast whilst I wait do you think yeah, someone's doing that right now like someone is literally sat there listening to Hopefully. the end of this podcast waiting for their a date to turn up for like the first day
0: as well i hope it. I hope you have a great conversation you have some nice sex yeah. at the end of the anal i hope it goes well
1: what how do you think they should open the date like what's the hello
0: um
1: let's give whoever this person is who i'm now just presuming 100 percent exists uh yeah. we need to give them some advice like what talking points
0: I think you should ask um, what do you love? That's a good, good first date question. It's a great <laughs> to be like, what do Just you love? Stare
1: at them. Instead of dead in the eyes ago, go, what do you love?
0: What do you like? What, what, things are you, uh, what things are you emotional about? What things are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. Great first date question.
1: I think you should follow that up with if you were to remake Van Helsing <laughs> would you recast Hugh Jackman in the role? Yeah. If it's yes, you know you're you're in for a good time. If it's no, it really depends on who the follow up is. Like if they go no, because I think Ansel well, Elgort
0: yeah, would yeah.
1: <laughs> be a good choice, then you know that they're wrong.
0: Hey, hey, Ansel Elgort is a fine
1: actor. If he's yeah. not Van Helsing, is he's he? Not Van Helsing. He, he
0: could be. He could be. You know. If they say Adam Sander, then fucking
1: shit. oh god, just, just leave. leave. Yeah.
0: If they say uh, what, uh, yeah Rob Schneider, just piss in their face because Rob Schneider should not be hired for anything. If they say Carrie Anne Moss, oh, yeah, if, they,
1: if they yeah, you know what? If they say to you,
0: off.
1: hot take, hot take, about to get mm-hmm. thrown in your face. If they say to you, I think it's time for a female Van Helsing. You know they're wrong for you, because they already did that. There's a whole TV show of it. And that shows that they're ignorant. And you shouldn't hang out with ignorant people.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing.
1: (laughs) You should not hang out with ignorant people.
0: There's a female Van
1: Helsing show? Yeah, there's a whole whole show of it.
0: (laughs) Fucking no idea, Is
1: it good? No, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I watched, like, three episodes of it. It was rubbish, and it was, like, weird it was like a post-apocalyptic modern-day world, so it wasn't anything like Van Helsing.
0: That's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It sucked real bad. Uh, but hopefully at the end of this podcast, hasn't sucked real bad, and we've given you some good dating advice. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for listening, guys. You can find Rogue Opinions and all the other affiliate podcasts at Rogue underscore Opinion. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway, and there's links to all, all my other projects in there as well, like That Ain't Sport. Uh, and uh, plus edit time and etc. Ben, where can people find you, and what have you got going on? Uh,
0: you can find me at. Gotta get my social links up. You can find me at uh, twenty one hundred on the Instagrams, which I haven't posted a new thing since when was it? November thirteenth, two thousand and twenty. So, and also you can find me on Twitter at ben underscore e b e r t which I have tweeted several times, maybe. And, yeah, I've got a book coming out at some point. I've got some short films in the mix that are eventually going to uh, find their way to the, to the YouTube world, you know. So, yeah, nothing to actually announce yet, but give it time.
1: I'm going to post some on Instagram right now. Good to see you. Yep, just live... I'm going to do it in a a moment. Well, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, Go see what I post on Instagram and we'll be back uh, next week. Bye now.